Elisal Chit Chats aims to make information available for everyone. The podcast transcripts are on elisalchitchats.wordpress.com for the hearing impaired and those who'd like to read instead. Thank you for engaging. Hello everyone, my name is Rainev and this is Elisal Chit Chats. I almost didn't do this episode because of reasons. Um, I was so sleepy. I should probably just do these things in advance, but I like to talk about the things that I'm feeling at the moment. And um, yeah, I don't share what I'm not feeling at the moment because I'm not going to share this horrible thing and then I'm very happy and then someone's going to be like, are you okay, sis? (laughs) Just had to sip my coffee there. Mm, I'm doing this midday where I would do at night because it's more quieter, you know. So if you hear a lot of noise or some kind of noise, um, if the music can't cover it, then sorry. But um, welcome. Here on this podcast, we talk about the 3 a.m. thoughts, the afterthoughts, and well, um, boom. And since it's a Tuesday, we're going to talk about those thoughts. Thoughts that have been kind of persistent and to which I'm saying, you know what, I kind of had enough. Um, I can't be feeling down and thinking negatively, you know? One's gotta go. And my head is telling me, okay, it's enough. Like, let me try to focus on something else and then hopefully I'll feel better. So today I want to talk about the two types of asking. The two types of asking that you could do in your life. One This is asking for material things, favors, you know, things that people have to go out of their way of to do something for you. And then two, there's emotional asking. Sometimes it's not you specifically like explicitly asking for understanding, asking for some kind of emotional support, asking to be treated with dignity, respect, you know, and this includes acknowledgement of your boundaries. I'd say asking for compromise goes with the first type of asking because then you're stating, okay, here's what's happening and I'm asking you to compromise on this. Can I compromise for you on this or or whatever? So um, asking for compromise is not exactly an emotional ask. It's more of asking for a favor, asking for something that you do know that someone's going to go out of their way to do. So one of the things that you are usually asked in an interview, what are your weak points? And my weak point out of the many that I have, I'm human, duh, I said that I don't know how to ask people for anything. That's not true. I'm afraid to ask for anything. You know, I have a very high reciprocative, I don't know if it's like a personality, but if you do things, no, if I do things for you, I very much expect you to do things for me, you know, effort for effort. Um, And for me, it's a very big deal. So because of those expectations, I tend to go out of my way for people and then expect them to do the same for me. I don't know if I do it because I want to... No, actually, I can admit that sometimes I do that so that when I'm stuck in a rut, I can have someone to ask for something. You know, it's not going to be like, you owe me. Um, And I'll do that thing with an open heart. 
It's not a chicken or an egg thing. It's a logic thing. Like if you do something for someone, you expect them to do the same for you, right? So for me, what I'm trying to say is, I have very high expectations of them doing the same for me, given that I do ask because I never ask. But if I do ask, that one day, the chances that they would say no will be more on the thirty-five percent than on the hundred percent. So with me. Going out of my way and doing a lot for people, people in my life aren't afraid to ask me for anything, because that's something that I set up. You know, they can trust me to be there. It's not always a good thing, because like if they ask for favors and material things, sometimes I groan. Sometimes I I really cannot help you, right? Maybe you're asking me the tenth time this month. I'm gonna groan, but I will do it. I'll do it because that's who I am. But if it's like an emotional ask, I won't think twice. I'm there. Whatever you ask for, I ask for nothing in return except for some support, some understanding. You know, treating me with a little respect and gratitude. You know, I don't think it's any fair for me to treat you like trash and then expect you to do something for me, right? So, in the interview, they told me that in order to get work done, you have to use your own initiative. But in the work that I was going to do, I needed to rely on people in other positions to get my job done. I got the job, yay! <laughs> and all I can tell you is that I did learn to ask, but with that asking came a lot of patience, and you know, constantly having to follow up and reminding people of things. I'm good with that. That's work, you know. But then I had to adjust it to my life. Because to do anything in life, anything at all, you can't rely solely on yourself. I got myself into film school. I got myself registered, but I still needed help to pay the rest of my fees. I got myself a camera, but I need assistance with that. I use it for like I can't shoot things with just me. Was I the master of claymation? Claymation? What claymation? Claymation. <laughs> You know, like the Wallace and Gromit, those types of. If I was a master of that, I would have done that. I would have made small, like small anyana, short films, you know, and, and those types of things. Then it would be something. But because、um, there are human subjects to work with, I have to ask. Can you please be in my film? Blah 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 blah. So I can't do it on my own. And I certainly wouldn't have gone past. Episode three of this podcast. Hadn't I had help? Like, hadn't I asked for help? Like, and, and had my trusty supporters. And that's all good and well. But more recently, I have dreaded asking for anything at all. I don't do the first ask that much, you know, material favors. No, I don't because people aren't keen on helping. People aren't always open to going a little out of their way, and I won't lie and say that I completely understand why. From my experience, if people ask me for something and I do it, and I desperately and at as a last resort ask for something, they take long before it happens, or I get an "I'm sorry, I can't" immediately. Immediately, it has happened where they said yes, and it took extremely long to do, or they wouldn't answer. A while later, and I mean days later, I'll leave it be and find other solutions. I used to think that I was impatient. 
Hence, I never followed up that specific day. I would remind them in the morning to make sure they put it on their agenda or at least ask to be updated on what's happening. If they don't, I move on. I think I stopped giving people the benefit of the doubt when I saw them active on social media. I'm not spying. <laughs> I'm not spying, but me, I happen to be on social media and then I see, oh, you're liking my things, you're updating statuses, you know, you're going wild there on social media. But you go days without answering me. So, yeah, I still don't know if that's me being impatient to other people, but I do know that it feels like shit. And it's not nice to feel like shit. So you just stop asking for anything ever. You know, to spare your own feelings. It has come to a point where I'm now mixing the two types of asks. I don't ask for anything, favors, material things, and I've regressed. And I don't know if that's the right word, but I've kind of just went back more into myself because I have this thing of... Because I have this thing in my head where I feel like I'm asking for too much. If ever I was emotionally pressed, I don't know how to talk about it, who to talk about it to. So I've told you guys that I find myself wanting to share, but then I change my mind. It's obviously an internalized thing of people won't understand, they won't take me seriously, and I don't want to bother anyone with anything. As much as I'm told that it's not good to hold things in and that it's okay to talk and open up. I don't know who's there. It's not that I don't see, I generally, I don't know. I don't share because sharing would mean that I'm asking for your time. You know, give me attention. So I'm going to share this because I don't naturally feel this way because of isolated incidents. I know that people don't answer. I know that people are busy. I know that not everyone is going to afford you the same things that you give to them. It's not always going to be fair. People have other things to do. So the thing that made me come to this point in my life is that this all happened in a, a matter of a week. Where um, we have assignments to do. And then you ask something. And then the most annoying thing about WhatsApp is that you can see who read and at what time. So I have the habit of checking who read and at what time. Because if it's urgent, I expect an answer, obviously, you know? So then I check and then I'd see that people read approximately 10 minutes ago and no one answered. And this is not something that only I want to know. This is something that can help all of us and then no one answers. And then they answer irrelevant things or they answer something that someone else is asking and naturally you'd feel like am i supposed to have cred with you guys for you to answer me on this thing you feel like hmm, screw it i don't want to participate in this like this anymore because the thing that you're asking in the group is not something that you could have asked yourself that you wanted to know you know that there are other people who want to know but no one answers so it's like okay <laughs> this happened twice with two different groups and then there was a point where where i had a discussion of how friends and family uh, contribute or, or support to whatever you're doing and the expectations that you have of friends and family 
in the conversation that I had, I can't exactly pinpoint that there was a conclusion, but there were things that were said that made me feel, that made me regret ever asking my friends and family for anything. So I never really got a conclusion as to whether your friends and family are supposed to support you um, and what that support means. Instead, the things that were said in the conversation, things that I obviously thought at 3am in the morning or the whole day after that conversation, what I got was that I regret mentioning that it's odd having strangers support you more than your friends and family do. I don't, I don't know if it's self-explanatory or what, but out of that conversation and out of what was said was, I can't expect them to. When I wanted to know why, it's not a thing of, it's not their cup of tea. Because the cup of tea thing I do understand. But just general acknowledgement is something that's more than enough. Yeah. Last one, I went through something where um, I was very emotional and I couldn't, I didn't want to speak to anybody at that point. And someone asked me, um, am I busy? What I said was, now's not really a great time. Is everything okay? And then I was like, can we talk later? You know, because I'm not saying no. I'm just saying that now's not a great time. I could understand in that moment, like, did I do something wrong? Did they interpret it as me saying no? But I just genuinely, I couldn't do it at that moment. So, um, are you upset that I couldn't be there at that moment for you? So yeah, like, I don't know. It's just, it's just those kinds of things where, where I don't usually think that deep about asking or whatnot where where i don't decide that okay i'm just gonna back out and distance myself from everybody now it's a thing of me asking doing these two types of asks um the last one being like can you just understand that it's not a great time for me at the moment and uh it's like i couldn't be given that and so i'm saying you know because everything happened all at once like it, it just led me to a point where I wasn't feeling it anymore. I wasn't feeling talking to anybody anymore. And this isn't me giving up. This is me expressing that I'm tired. <laughs> and maybe I don't know, or maybe I don't have many people in my life who are willingly helpful. Maybe blah, blah, blah. You know, people have a lot to say, would tell me a lot right now. And I don't know what it, it is either. Can't even speak anymore. <laughs> I don't know what it is either, but this is also not being negative. I'm not negative in any way. I'll probably feel like, oh, I need to talk about something. You know, I'll probably feel like I need someone to talk to at some point in my life. I just can't anymore. <laughs> it doesn't feel great, but yeah. Anyway, just thought I'd share. I know I'm not the only one who ever feels like this, but yeah. Sorry, guys. Um, you know, hopefully we'll figure it out. Hopefully we'll figure out the right balance of asking, not asking, knowing what people expect of you, um, knowing what to expect from them. You're a person. If you do something, you're going to expect that something back. Maybe I believe in karma. 
a lot more than I should <laughs> or maybe I believe in karma the way I want to believe in it and not the way that it actually works where I do something good or, or whatever I do is going to come back to me not in the way that I expected it's just that I am expecting it in such a way like in, in a specific way that it makes me upset yeah you know what I concluded that's it <laughs> so I'll learn about it I'll just figure it out I don't have awesome words of encouragement or anything because I'm kind of feeling grey but you know what <laughs> thanks for tuning in um, just take it easy this week take it easy on yourself relax breathe take time for you and take care of yourself seats bye hi Raineth here around the time that I started my podcast I was told by someone that they wanted to start a podcast too but they didn't know how well it has never been this easy to share your thoughts with the world certainly not in limited characters anyway I joined Buzzsprouts because I wanted a podcast-friendly environment that will have the work that I do with every episode. I'm not looking back. Buzzsprouts is home to 100,000 podcasters. It's an ideal choice because not only do they give you detailed analytics to show how your podcast is doing, they'll give you tools to promote your episodes and an easily accessible podcast website where anyone can listen to your podcast. And because they think of your listeners' needs as well, the website will have a directory of where your episodes are available as well. If you'd like to try your hand at podcasting, Buzzsprouts is an option to consider. You can use the link in our description to check it out. You will get a $20 Amazon gift card if you sign up for a paid plan and in addition, help support our show.